The Seventh Rotation is a podcast committed to advancing Summit League Volleyball and commending its student-athletes on their accolades and devotion to the sport. This podcast is hosted by Maddie Boston and Joel Kaskinen. Um, what do we have for you tonight? We have very few NCAA highlights, but we do have some. Obviously, we have Summit League highlights. We also are going to sit down with one of our Summit League coaches. So stay tuned uh, to see who that is, even though if you follow us on Twitter, you already know because we tweeted it earlier. But if you don't, that'll be a surprise for you. Um, we'll talk about our players to watch. We'll talk about Summit League accomplishments, upcoming matches, and whatever else our brains tell our mouths that they need to say. Which will probably be a lot. <laughs> probably a lot. For sure. Um, let's start out with our NCAA highlights. Joel, you can go first with yours this week. Okay, sounds great. I will kick us off here. Um, I actually did not watch a ton of non-Summit League volleyball this week. Uh, The only game that I really caught was the Washington versus Oregon game, and I really only caught the last set of that, if I'm being terribly truthful with everyone. Um, But it was a five-set thriller, and Washington upset Oregon. So they're number 16 and number 12 in the current rankings. So um, a decent upset there. And what I saw in the last set, it seemed pretty fun. Um, So just looking at stat lines and reading some posts on Twitter and on um, respective websites, it seemed like a very fun, very even match. I wish I could have seen all of it, but i that's really the only thing from the NCAA across the world that, uh, the world, LOL, across the nation that I have to update on because I was terrible and only watched one game that wasn't Summit League. Um, I mean, it happens sometimes. My thing for this week is I wanted to start something new. So we're going to do something every week called the non-Summit Play of the Week. Um, So this is a play or a player that did something who's not in the Summit League. Um, That was impressive. So I'm going to start off this trend or weekly, whatever we're going to call this, um, unofficial award, I suppose. I'm going to start it off being a little bit of a homer because I went to two Clemson games this weekend. And Devin Taylor, who is the Libro, um, did the not very Libro thing and got a kill against Virginia. It was absolutely crazy. This Virginia girl attacked and Devin dug it out and it went over the net over the heads of all six Virginia players and landed maybe two feet inside the corner um, for a kill. And it was great. And it was a lot of fun to watch. And it will continue to live rent free in my head. So that is my non-summit play of the week. That is... So cool. I wish I would have seen that a Libro getting a kill. That's fun. That's real fun. I retweeted it or from the brand account. You can go look at it. <laughs> okay. Well, this I, see again, I'm being really bad this week and I've barely seen anything. So it's okay. Here we are. I forgive you. Um, Great, thank you. Summit news. Big congrats. I don't have those sound effects yet, but pretend that you're hearing um clapping and like kazoos and little confetti poppers big congrats to and Cyrus people Panchin. cheering uh, yes <laughs> i said clapping and kazoos and confetti poppers that's what i meant people cheering yes okay, okay. anyway i'm sorry i totally interrupted you <laughs> rude um big congrats <laughs> problem big congrats to Sarah Tanchin for moving into 25th on NDSU's all-time kills list and also reaching a thousand career kills on Saturday night she had 23 kills which I think put her at 1014 kills in her career 
Um, so congrats to you. You are absolutely killing it. Pun 100% intended. I see what you did there. That's great. Love it. On the fly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> incredible. Okay, sweet. Um, yeah, that really about covers it for our highlights this week. Um, the only other highlight that I had that was summitly related that I actually didn't add into our notes this week, it was just like in my head, um, was uh, against, against, huh? Was the game between UND and NDSU. Um, that all in, uh, like just in and of itself, it was the highlight of it my week for sure. It, it was, was literally, that game lives rent free in my head. Um, but the like thing that I wanted to point out was um, Elizabeth Norris. I was trying to find her name. I couldn't remember just that quick. Um, Elizabeth Norris, I thought, like, crushed it in that game uh, for UND. And I just, I know that she was on my players to watch list last week, but she, I think, brought the heat in this game this week. So, um, yeah, I just, that's that's my only other Summit League highlight is Elizabeth Norris. I mean, she was just all over the place. I was looking through stats when I was writing our recap for our our website and I was like oh another double double and then I kept looking and I was like um is that is that a triple double and I looked at it like three different times and I was like that's a triple double like she absolutely unleashed she had 15 kills 29 assists 12 digs and four blocks yeah exactly that's what I'm saying like she was like she brought the house down and that's why she's my like other summit league highlight like literally like she was everywhere insane insane yeah way to go elizabeth norris um since we're talking about players why don't we just finish that list really quick and then we can go into our um recap of every match okay that sounds great um I will kick us off here then. Um, my other players to watch this week uh, were Michelle Glover from North Dakota State. Uh, I feel as if maybe she's flown under the radar when it comes to both you and I, Madison, um, giving some shouts out. Um, because she's been consistently in the stat lines and in like the recap articles every single week and like she's been making names for herself she's been kicking ass and taking names and showing up big time but we have not given her the space in our players to watch portion segment whatever you want to call it of the show so michelle glover today this is your time to shine baby um we love you And the fact that you uh, are literally in the stat lines every week and we still haven't given you a place to shine, that's on us. So keep doing you. We love you. You're great. Michelle Glover, go, go, go. Uh, We already (laughs) shared Elizabeth Norris. And then my last player to watch this week is Elizabeth Ziegler from Western Illinois. The reason I want to shout her out this week is because she had 10 kills against South Dakota State and two blocks against USD. Um, She is a true freshman on the very young squad that is the Leatherneck crew. And I just, she, so of the two true freshmen that are getting a ton of time, um, it's her and Grace, I think her last name is Kramer. Yes. Um, Of the two that are like true freshmen that are getting a ton of time um, on their rotation, on their roster. Um, I feel as if Elizabeth Sigler is like running the show, doing a ton of stuff, but like not getting the like recognition that we have seen in the news um, and recaps across the summit that Grace has and even that Brittany Wolf has. Um, And so I just wanted to make sure that she was on our players to watch list this week. So yeah, that's all I've got. Do you have other ones to add, Madison? Um, no, but I do want to talk about you just mentioned Brittany Wolf, and I 
have to hype myself up because my tweets last week during the games were absolute fire on Thursday night. They were like, I was literally anything that was remotely creative. I was tweeting and some of them sucked, but some of them also slapped super hard. Um, One one that maybe was like semi cringy, but I want to give myself credit for because it was clever was hashtag beware the wolf WLF WULF like Brittany Wolf beware the wolf no I loved it it was cringy but like it was still good so v cringe v clever (laughs) oh my god I love that that's a new hashtag (laughs) we're good at anything it's coming up with hashtags because when we came up with hashtag stand the summit like literally live on the pod when you said that I was like that is incredible and it's our whole platform now. You literally came up with our platform live on the podcast. Listen, if there is one thing that I'm great at, it is under-promising and over-delivering. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm such a brat. Fire me now. <laughs> no, I can't fire you. I don't pay you. All of the money that we've like spent on this pod has come straight out of my paycheck and i that none is, of it has gone to you i don't pay you <laughs> that's very correct i would not want you to i am not worth it um <laughs> your whole like platform in life is like <laughs> uplifting yourself and like being a good friend and being a good person to yourself and listen i self-deprecate a lot too but like We're not going to do that live on the pod, even though I'm pretty sure I did it last week. It's fine. (laughs) So Um, on Thursday, South Dakota State swept Western. Do want to point out that Western is making noise um, because even though the last two sets were 25-16 and 25-13, the first set went extras and a lot of extras. It was 29-27. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six extra points. Or something like that. I don't do math. Um, I just talk about it. But yeah, I'm that's it's it's extra points. Um, so Western, while not having a winning record, is still making some noise. South Dakota beat St. Thomas three to one. Um, St. Thomas also making some noise, winning that the one set that they did win in that match. Joel and I were furiously texting each other, like we typically do anyway yes, we but it was like are you seeing this this match oh my god my heart rate i need a drink blah, blah 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 are you seeing this like it was literally back and forth um because it was crazy denver swept kansas city and then omaha swept earl roberts on thursday thursday's win for the mavericks was their fourth sweep in a row and this is where i point out my dank tweet um, I literally said their brooms have their own seats on the team bus, and I just want to applaud myself for that. I'm sorry if that's narcissistic or cocky, but I was very proud of it, and I still am, um, and they even liked it. So thank you, Omaha. It was a very good tweet, and I had a great comeback, and by that I mean it, a terrible comeback, but... <laughs> you literally... Um, what did you even say... I said something about the brooms on the bus go swish, go swish, 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 swish. <laughs> And I replied and... from from the brand account, you guys, not my personal, from the brand account, I replied to him and said, I think it's clear to our followers who is doing the tweeting from our account. Very obviously me, the social media manager. Duh. <laughs> not in this podcast, you are <laughs> Um, I think sometimes I expend my creative energy in my like actual jobs as a social media manager. And then I don't have the creative energy to like give to this podcast and my personal podcast accounts. And then it makes me a little sad, but at the same time, I'm also like, I've got too much to do. What I've done to myself now is created, like set this precedent that our tweets are going to be fire. And I've actually been like low key nervous about it because if my tweets suck this week, like I'm a fraud, man. I have to keep up with the creative energy. Okay, we'll listen together. We're going to figure it all out. 
together. Anyway, so Saturday's game, Zuh, um, <laughs> South Dakota State, nope, South Dakota swept Western Illinois. Um, South Dakota State beat St. Thomas three to one. Omaha swept Kansas City for their fifth, fifth sweep, sweep in, in a row. row. Something that they that have is... not done since 2001. 2000, Steve excuse me. My thunder. I'm Just sorry. kidding. Go yes, ahead. that is correct. Video we are video. now fighting, but yes. For the fourth time tonight, it's fine. Denver then beat Oral Roberts 3-1, to one, and the game of the week, in my opinion, North Dakota beating North Dakota State 3-2 to two in what was the wildest game perhaps we have seen since USD versus North Dakota State. Edge of seat full-on cursing, anxiety through the roof, furiously texting. It was too much to handle, but it was such a fun game to watch. I was like so ready to go to bed and I told my husband, I was like, they just need to um, win the fourth set and end it. But then I was like also the volleyball like person in me and like the podcaster in me was like, this is such great content. Please go to five. But I was so tired. Um, but then they went to five and I just like I put up with it and it was literally like honestly the best thing. I'm really happy that that happened. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. I feel like I could literally talk about that game forever. So, yeah, 100 percent. Totally get it. 100 percent. All right. We are going to slide into the interview portion of our podcast this week. And our guest, if you don't know yet, is Drumroll, please. This is going to sound really bad in the microphone. It is new Summit League coach, head coach, Dale Starr of the Western Illinois Leathernecks. So we'll be back with him in a hot minute. Welcome back to the 7th Rotation Podcast. We are here with Coach Dale Starr of Western Illinois. How are you today, Coach? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We're so glad that you are here and happy to have you on the show. Um, coach Star is new to Western, but not certainly, certainly not, excuse me, new to head coaching. Um, he brings over 20 years of experience with him after most recently being at Robert Morris, leading his team back to the NCAA tournament. I believe you also have some playing experience, but we uh, don't have to go that far into the history books. <laughs> <laughs> might be tough to remember you know it's it's you know i've been coaching for 20 years you think about how long ago i was playing <laughs> it's been a while it's been a while that's okay though we love we love now coach them. you were at northern colorado correct yes nice yeah i used to live in colorado so big bears yeah. fan as well <laughs> yeah i was i was a i was born and raised in eagle colorado which is a okay vale and then went to went to school in greeley at northern colorado Nice, nice. Yeah, I my um, last job was at Western Colorado University, and I applied for a yep, exactly. And I applied for a position at UNC prior to moving to Sioux Falls. So, Denison's a beautiful area. It's gorgeous. It is yep, very gorgeous. Sure. But yeah. Anywho, sorry. I just wanted to show my love. Show my love to UNC. <laughs> <laughs> We got to pledge our allegiances right away. Um, Talk to us about the beginning of your first season at Western. We really just want to know how it's going. Um, It's, it's going well that, you know, it's our our stated goal when we came in was to really try to um, give these student athletes a a great student athlete experience and to kind of, kind of turn around what, you know, what kind of, kind of give them just a, a, a better better athlete experience, a better college experience, and to really kind of change the culture of, of, of the program. And so I think on that front, I think we're doing a good job. Uh, it has not translated into the successes that we had hoped so far, but, um, you know, we continue to work and we continue to get better every day and the, and the players have bought in and we're just, we're, we're very young and, you know, we've, we've been bitten a little bit by the injury bug, which has kind of set us back a little bit. And so, you know, it's it's we're we're laying a great foundation. We're building a, a good solid base to build from, 
um, you know, and I think in the next couple of years, we'll, we'll start to see the, the fruits of our labors, for lack of a better term. Absolutely. So going off of that, um, you are still seeking your first win heading into week four of Summit League play. How are you keeping the morale and the energy up through the losses and injuries as you get deeper and deeper into the conference schedule? You know, I mean, it's just we're just trying to embrace the grind. And, and that's kind of what we, we preach to them every day that, you know, it's Division One Summit League volleyball is a grind. Uh, the travel is difficult in this conference. Uh, you know, the Thursday, Saturday schedule doesn't leave a lot of time for practices and getting better and, and fixing and working on things. So, you know, we kind of have to have to uh, learn on the fly and, and you know, they're, they're starting to get better. We I thought we played a, a really um, solid first couple sets against South Dakota last week on Saturday. And, you know, saw some, started seeing some really good things are. Our young kids are starting to get better. They're, you know, they're they're kind of figuring things out a little bit. You know, we, we do start two freshmen, three sophomores, and, and a senior right now. You know, so it's um, it, it's very young and very inexperienced. We've only got you know four kids on the roster that have any summit league experience. So, you know, from from that from that perspective, it's. Um, it's still a learning process and it's, and it's a learning curve, but we're, we're continuing to get better. And, you know, it's, I keep telling them that, you know, it, it's, things are getting better. Things are getting better. And we try to look at film and look at the things that we did well and, and the things that we can, you know, obviously the things that we can improve on, but I, I'm trying to focus more on the things that we're doing well right now, as opposed to harping on the things that we're not doing well, because, you know, we're, we'll continue to work on those in practice situations, continue to try to fix those mistakes. But, you know, at, at this point, we, we've just got to try to, to keep a positive outlook and, and keep working and keep grinding. That's, that's kind of what we're preaching to them every day. It's just to, to continue to work. And I don't know any different. I, w I was raised in a much different time. And so I don't know any different than to work, you know, and when things aren't going well, you continue to work and you continue to, to, to chip away. You know, it's, it's kind of like hammering rocks, you know, and eventually that rock's going to break, but you got to keep hammering it in order to get it to break. So that is a perfect segue into our next question. So coach, um, I love that you talked about embracing the grind because um, I really think that you're going to see the fruits of your labor, as you mentioned a couple minutes ago. So my question for you is with your roster being really young, um, but you've got plenty of talented young women who are seeing the floor and seeing really intense games, playing teams like South Dakota, playing teams like Omaha, Denver, South Dakota State, you, you know, these girls are getting experiences that a lot of other freshman players in the summit league are not getting. So where do you see your squad being in a couple of years? Like given the fact that they have this experience right now as freshmen and sophomores. Well, you, you know, you hit it on the head is, is what we tell our young kids that, you know, our, our two freshmen that are seeing a lot of, a lot of time, um, Grace Kramer and Elizabeth Ziegler, you know, they're, they're getting repetitions in game situations that I can't, nobody can simulate that in a practice situation. You know, you can put them in as many tough situations as you can think of in a practice situation, but you can't simulate the the stress of a game, the intensity of a game, the, mm -hmm. the, the unfamiliarity of your opponent, you know, having to make those adjustments on the fly. Well, you know, you can't simulate that. It, you know, no matter how, how much you try to in practice, you're still seeing the same people across the net that you've seen since August. So the familiarity in practice is not being able to be translated over to the unfamiliarity of a game. So, you know, it's in, it's invaluable repetitions for them, you know, and, and Grace Kramer, particularly as a middle, you know, there's some really, really talented middles in this conference who are, mm -hmm. you know, graduate students, seniors, three-year starters, those types of things that she's having to go up against on a daily basis. And really Juliana Schmidt, who's playing our other middle for us right now, she, uh, didn't didn't see much action, even though she's a sophomore. She didn't see the floor very much at McNeese State before she transferred here. So she's essentially, as far as gameplay situation, she's still in her freshman year as well. So, you know, it, it's we're very young in that in those three positions, especially. And um, you know, the the experience that they're gaining is just going to pay major dividends down the road. I, I think that in I think in two years, I think we're going to be, you know, right right in the mix of you know middle to try to climbing into that upper tier. I think that, you know, if, if these kids can stay healthy and continue to work and like you say, and continue to embrace that grind, I think it's, it's going to pay major dividends. And I think in a couple of years, we're going to, we're going to be able to make some noise. 
Yeah, I think you've got some really raw young talent that, you know, just needs to be honed and needs to be capitalized on. And the fact that they're getting playtime already is incredible. So I'm I'm very excited to keep watching y'all and see where they go as they get older. I appreciate that. I want to jump in for just a couple seconds. Um, I personally think that you're already making noise. Your record may not reflect it, but I know during that USD match, Joel and I were literally furiously texting back and forth like the entire time. He's like, are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? And I'm like, yeah, I'm seeing this. And we're like going back and forth. So like, even if, you know, it doesn't, even if it doesn't end up being a win or whatever it is, I there is noise being made. And I think that that's what, just a shameless plug for our show, like that's what we're trying to do here is show people that there is noise being made all across the league. So, well, and, and I do appreciate that. And I appreciate what you guys are doing, you know, and it's it's great to get on, you know, it, it, I've, if I can't have access to, you know, a match, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's necessarily online or, or, you know, if we're on a bus and I don't get very good reception, I can always get onto Twitter and, and, you know, see you guys updating, updating different games too. And so that's, that's, it's a big thing. And anything that we can do to promote the game of volleyball, I think is, is tremendous. And, you know, I do appreciate you saying that about, about the USD match because we did lose our setter and we were, we're running a little bit of an unconventional uh, offense right now because we're just, we're so beat up right now. So it's uh, when you're running out of system offense and, and for three rotations and then have a, senior ds who's never been a setter setting the other three rotations it's a it's an interesting uh it's an interesting coaching conundrum and i i, I haven't had to coach that hard in a, in a really really long time um you know it's it's 25 years of, of college coaching and over 20 years as a head coach i've never been put in that situation where we had to go to an out of system offense because we just didn't have any other, any other options so hey, it's a good thing your coach was a setter right <laughs> Well, I, I sometimes yes, sometimes no. Sometimes no. <laughs> Great. Okay, so moving into the next question here, um, you just referenced being on the bus and following along on Twitter. So I'm curious, um, some other roadside things that are happening. Uh, where does your team like to eat? Is there a restaurant that y'all go to? Is there a f- favorite food item or snack that everyone brings i'm just curious we like to have some fun here <laughs> yeah um i think that their their favorite is probably um chipotle or noodles and company those two you know seem to be any anytime we can find those that's always the vote um you know being in macomb we don't have a lot of options you know mm-hmm. as far as for for food but most of these kids are from you know some bigger more metropolitan areas so anytime we can get um, you know, I, I think when we went to, when we went on our long trip two weeks ago, where we went to Kansas city, Tuesday, Omaha, Thursday, and Denver on Saturday, I think we ate noodles and Chipotle three times in that trip. And, and they were, they were ecstatic that we were eating there that many times. So. <laughs> I love that. I'm also a big fan of noodles, um, living in Colorado. Like that is a go-to that's a staple yeah, for sure. Um, when I was in college, well, actually, in high school, when I was in high school, I was on the golf team, and we had this girl. Her name was Kristen. That absolutely stand Qdoba. Like if we were in a town with Qdoba, we had to go there. And one time, my coach he gave like a bunch of scenarios, like oh, if Kristen breaks seventy, or if Madison breaks ninety, or whatever, like we'll go to Qdoba. And I was the only one to do it, and I was the hero <laughs> that day because we went to Qdoba. So yeah, you are. Yeah, that's my you my did. little. Yeah, we do some we do some serving contests where we try to hit a ball off of a cone in a certain spot on the on the court, and then you know we may promise them you know a, a Dunkin' Donuts day you know on, on on the next day if somebody gets it, and you know sometimes they go double or nothing, and and actually last spring they got the double or nothing, so that was that was a a mistake on my part. I'll make it a little tougher next time. <laughs> a little risky, little risky. <laughs> Who controls the ox cord in the locker room or on the bus or wherever? And what are, what are they jamming to? Oh God. I, I couldn't even name what they're jamming to, to be honest with you. I'm that old. You know, I, I graduated college probably. Well, I, I would say probably before both of you were born. So it's, um, I graduated college in 1995. So I was going to say not before Joel. but You weren't born before 95. So if that's any consolation. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Listen, I tell people all the time, 
I'm just praying that these genetics stick with me because people do not think that I am almost 30. <laughs> embrace, embrace it while you can. But um, so I, I couldn't tell you what they're, what they're listening to. Occasionally there'll be like a classic rock song that comes on that, you know, that I'm surprised that they've actually heard of, but that's, that's kind of my, that's, that's kind of my groove is, is, you know, classic rock and, and that type of thing. But um, the, the aux cord was controlled by Grace Nichols, but um, since her injury, I'm not sure who's controlling it now. I know I, I walk by and I hear it, but I, I'm, I'm guessing it's probably, I would say Brittany Wolf would, would be the next, the next guest in, in that situation. I know she controls it when we're in the vans, when we fly, she's controlling the aux cord. So my guess is that's who's, that's who's next in line. Okay, Brittany, I'm going to need a confirmation on that uh, when you when you hear this. And I would, I would also like to know what you're playing since Coach has no idea. <laughs> it's, it's, some, it's some sort of hip-hop rock stuff. Uh, occasionally there's some country thrown in there. But, yeah, so there's it's, good it's mix. things that my, my daughter would know. I, I have no clue. <laughs> I love we we love it. As you should. Absolutely. All right, coach. Um, we're curious if there is a summit league program that you like playing more than the others, just because of how they play or the challenges that they pose for you, or I don't know, maybe they just have more fun with the game. We're just curious. What does that look like for you? I haven't made my way through the entire summit league yet. We've still got Oral Roberts and, and St. Thomas to play. And yep, that's right. Seriously, when I got this job, I had only, I had never been actually in a Summit League gym. Um, so back when I was in college, I was at Northern Colorado and it was the old North Central Conference with, you know, there was Omaha, North Dakota, North Dakota State, South Dakota, South Dakota State were all in that, in that conference at Division Two. But I didn't try, I was a volunteer assistant and I did not travel with the team uh, when I was in college. So um, I, I had never been in a summit league gym, so it was the, a lot of this is, is very, very new to me. Um, you know, it was, it was surprising. We never went to any summit league tournaments. I'd played some summit league teams at other tournaments and neutral sites, but, uh, never, never been in the, in the gym. So I've never been in Oral Roberts's oh. gym, um, never been in St. Thomas's gym. So, um, you know, I, I think so far the teams that we've played, I think that, um, North Dakota state, I, I really like the tempo and the level of uh, work and, and the intensity that they play with. When they came to, we had to play them at Macomb High School because uh, of a prior commitment in our, in our facility. But um, I really enjoyed the way they play, um, you know, just their, their style, their tempo. It's a lot like what we're trying to do, but we're not quite there yet. But they're, they're doing a tremendous job at, at um, playing that, that really hard work, Great defensive, defensive to offensive transition is fast, and um, they're, they're. I just really like the what, what she's doing with that with that program right now. That's awesome. No, I'm always curious as like a new coach to the league versus people like Leanne Williamson, who's been here for 14 years. You know, I'm always curious to see if there's a program that is uh, that there's a common denominator with. So that's a great answer, though. I like NDSU's play this year too. So. We want to know who your coaching mentors are. Um, anyone across volleyball that you look up to that have inspired you, that you model your coaching after, anything like that? Um, well, when I first got into coaching, uh, Matt Peck was he was a, he was at North North Alabama when I first got into coaching, and then he went on to Middle Tennessee State, had a had a ton of success, won a national championship at Division Two at North Alabama. Um, he really kind of took me under his wing when I was a young coach, you know, I mean, I'm 27 years old, the first time head coach. And, and he really kind of, he was always there for me to, to call and bounce things out, even though we were in the same conference and we were, you know, not necessarily, um, rivals because the, the school that I was at was nowhere near the level that he was at, but he was always very, very open to giving me advice and, and telling me what he was seeing on film from us and those types of things. So I would say that, that Matt was you know, my, kind of my original mentor. Um, but, you know, uh, I'm, I'm fairly good friends with Jen Flynn Oldenburg, who's at Ohio State. I really like what she's done uh, with that program there and, and her demeanor and, and the things like that. I, you know, I'm, I'm a little more uh, animated and a little more intense than she is as far as as far as but she 
you know, the, the, the wisdom that she had when she was in Pittsburgh, uh, running Pittsburgh elite. And, and I was at Robert Morris, uh, working with her and we had several pit elite kids coming to us and I coached for pit elite for a little while. And, and, um, I, I think that those two are probably the, the two coaches that I look up to just as, just both as, as great human beings and great people, but also tremendous coaches. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. We have enjoyed chatting with you. We are excited that you are in the Summit League and getting to set foot in Summit League gyms finally. Um, And yeah, we're just so happy that um, you are here. So we will wish you luck in playing St. Thomas on Saturday, and we will continue to hype you up on Twitter. Well, hey, I really appreciate what you guys are doing. Thanks for having me on and uh, keep doing what you're doing. Any any kind of any any increased exposure for volleyball is great is great exposure for volleyball. Thank you. We well, thank you. That. Thank you. Thank you, Joel. Thanks, Madison, for having me. All right. Western will host St. Thomas at 12 p.m. Central Time on Saturday in Macomb. And we will be back right after this. down with coach Dale Starr of Western Illinois. He is so much fun. I'm super glad that we um, got to talk to him. Definitely learned a lot. We may have to dive into those history books um, and learn more about I days <laughs> at Northern Colorado. Agree. I feel like, Dale, you, Madison, and I could have lots of fun just saying we had a blast in our conversation and afterwards we were both gushing about how fun you were so yes like we could have talked all day (laughs) we could have just about just like random volleyball stuff like I don't know it was it was super fun I definitely um I definitely enjoyed it I love the interview pieces of this podcast it's like the best me too I am so excited to have more Um, And just so you guys know, as listeners, we hope to get through um, all of the coaches. We obviously have missed a couple weeks just due to scheduling conflicts and whatnot. Um, You know, we can't get someone on the show when they have like three road matches in a week and whatever. So um, a little bit our fault for not maybe reading the schedule better. But we do plan to get through everyone. And if that means we have to double up and have two interviews in a week, then we can certainly do that. I would not complain. That would be funsies for me. It would be the best episode. Y'all would love it. The best episode ever. Let us dive into our <laughs> upcoming matches. So on Thursday, which is tonight, obviously, because we're totally recording this like right now, not um, tonight. North Dakota will travel to Omaha. We are a mess tonight, an absolute mess. I'm so sorry. Joel, what is NSDS? I assume that's NS- <laughs> NDSU. Our notes are gross. I have no idea what I was supposed to be saying. It's supposed to be NDSU. <laughs> NSDS is what I wrote. NSDS. Okay, we're moving past. That. Okay, so North Dakota, <laughs> North Dakota will travel to Omaha at 7 p.m. North Dakota State at Denver at 7 p.m. Um, Oral Roberts at USD at 7 p.m. and Kansas City at SDSU at 7 p.m. On Saturday, as you can imagine, if you've learned the travel partner schedule, half of those games or more than half of those games will just flip. Um, St. Thomas will be at Western. Um, Oral Roberts will be at SDSU, Kansas City will be at USD, North Dakota will be at Denver, and North Dakota State will be at Omaha. At that point, will everybody have played everybody? Or not? Yes. Not, we will. Okay, that's what I thought, because I know that yes, Western... this is the fourth week, yeah. so everyone should... Everyone should have played everyone. Yep. That means like halfway through. Wow. That's crazy. The tournament is literally, the tournament is literally five weeks from, is it five weeks from today? Let me get my calendar. Not today. One, two, three, four, five, six. 
Yeah, this will be out on Thursday. So the tournament is six weeks from today. Not or better. Yeah, six weeks. Yep. And I'm pretty sure last week we were like, oh, yeah, it's only seven weeks away. But seriously, like, uh, when you're in the thick of this and, like, just, like, super into a league or a sport or whatever, it goes seriously so fast. So fast. Yeah, it's bonkers. I can't even get over it. Um, what's your I don't want to think about it, but then at the same time it's like it just transitions right into the next sport. So it's like it does. I'm very excited for the tournament. I am hoping to get up there. We're both hoping to get up there. No, Um, we're gonna try our very best. And by that I mean harder than our very best. We are going to be trying to get tickets to the tournament. We'll be there. Just plan on us being there. Anywho's um, current league standings, we have a three-way knot at the top with South Dakota, North Dakota State, and North Dakota. Denver and Omaha are tied for fourth. SDSU is about the only team with any breathing room um, in sixth place. Uh-huh. There is they're sitting at four and two, and Oral Roberts is sitting at two and four. So SDSU has a jump on the Golden Eagles, and not a whole lot to worry about at this particular moment. And they're the only ones with not a whole lot to worry about um, because if the tournament was tomorrow, they would be the last team in. So everyone at the top's got to worry about figuring out where they're at. Um, SDSU is Jay Which Schillen. is literally woof. Yeah. Like it could go any way. <laughs> oh, it literally could. I did not even see NDSU being at the top last week and then they were and I definitely did not see this three-way tie coming. And here it is. Um, Oral Roberts is in seventh. Actually... Yes, they're in seventh. Kansas City is in eighth, and Western and St. Thomas are tied for ninth. So we have three ties. Yes, right now in that the is yeah. The only teams that are not sharing are the Jacks, the Golden Eagles, and the Ruse. So that's fun. It's stressful. I don't even know what to say about it. I don't even know what to say about it. I apologize. Today has been very dysfunctional for me. Um, and I just at this point, like, I'm sure to have a good time. <laughs> but I don't know what to say about these league standings, to be quite honest with you. I mean, the fact that they've changed every week also has, like, is a big, big point of conversation. Like, that's there's some big implications in this league right now. Like, it's... Correct. I did not I expect this did not expect this whatsoever yeah i did want to uh, this is totally unrelated but i was telling you earlier um before we were recording i got to see pittsburgh play this weekend and i am like in no way like a pittsburgh fan in general but i kind of picked up on their volleyball team the year before last and then definitely last year and being at clemson like obviously we're in the same conference so clemson hosted them on friday And obviously, like, I was rooting for my Tigers, but also I literally got to talk to Valeria Vasquez Gomez, and I definitely fangirled over her, and I have no shame about it. And she was so sweet and so kind, Um, and that was really cool to see all of them. Also, they're all, like, 6'5", and they're, like, all arms and legs, and it's kind of scary, but, like, in the best possible way. (laughs) Yeah. Also, also, I tweeted at their coach, and he liked it, so that was cool. That was my little, like, fangirl of the weekend. And Clemson got their first conference win this weekend, not over Pitt, <laughs> clearly, um, but over Virginia, so that was fun, <laughs> these two. No, the Pitt, oh. the Pitt match was rough. Um, we hung with them in the first set. I think it was 25-21, and honestly, we had five service errors in that set, so there's five points oh. right there. Um, we also Pitt when Pitt makes mistakes, they there's one mistake that Pitt makes. I wouldn't say a lot, but it's like if Pitt's gonna make a mistake, they're gonna overhit and just hit it straight out. Like not hit the ball down at all, not hit it off the block, just shoot it at the back of the wall. They did that like maybe four of the first seven points, and then we had five service errors. So if you like break all that down, Clemson could have won that set. I'm not gonna say easily, but like could have won that set. Second set, Clemson scored single digits, was not fun, don't really want to chat about it, was V disappointed. 
third set picked themselves back up a little bit have to remember that it's pittsburgh they're ranked it's fine like they're they're a top 10 team in our own conference like it's fine but also the way that we played louisville and the way that we played Pitt in the first set speaks to how tough the acc really is so that's my it's my acc rant for the week we've gotta have an acc rant every week we need it always Okay, is that all we've got this week? Yeah, it really is. I kind of feel bad. Sorry, listeners. I hope I didn't disappoint you. Yeah, I feel like we didn't have much. But if you think about it, we really, I mean, like we're recording a little bit earlier this week. So we We are. So not a lot has happened. We don't know who, we're recording this on Monday. So we don't know who the Ticket Smarter Players of the Week are. We have a pretty good idea who they're going to be. Um, but we don't want to say them and be wrong. So we'll we'll find those out. Those drop on Tuesday every week. So um, we'll find those out and then tweet about them. <laughs> but when you're by the time you're listening to this, you'll know who they are. But we don't know who they are yet. So we can't share that. And then there's always a Tuesday and game. Then, yeah, we haven't that seen we the Tuesday can't game. can't talk about because we haven't seen it happen yet. But again, when you hear this, you will have seen it happen and know what happened. But. Any, I, any parting thoughts, Joel? Any rants? You know, I don't think I have any rants this week um, other than the two parting thoughts that I could rant about, but I'm going to not. Going to not? Huh? What? Um, I th- what is wrong with me? Am I well? Everything. Um, We're my both two well. parting, that is, is correct. That a my two parting thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. God, we just aged ourselves. Um, My parting thoughts are, Dale Starr, you're a true champion. And the NDSU-UND game will forever be, at this point anyway, the best game that I've seen this season in the Summit League. Rent free. Someone, someone go show us up and prove me that that game prove me wrong that that game will be the best game of the season what's those your, are my parting thoughts what's your game for this week excluding the tuesday game so like thursday saturday what's your game for this week i'll tell you what mine is if okay saying. tell me what yours says um mine is north dakota omaha thursday night Okay, I was going to say, I feel as if mine is going to be North Dakota Omaha. Um, Yeah. NDSU Denver close second. I could go either or on on that. Um, But both North Dakota teams are tied up in that knot at first with USD. Can I also say a game that could it's got the potential to be really fun the saint thomas western illinois game absolutely absolutely i feel okay this this is my parting thoughts now saint thomas western illinois both really showing up lately i would say the last two weeks they have had at least each each team has had at least two games where they have held their opponents closely and while they haven't they're not coming out on top they've held their opponents closely in at least one if not two sets in two games each week so i'm just saying that they while tied for last in the league right now i would not write them off just yet i i they're young programs they're young programs with extremely talented women who don't have the experience that the rest of the summit league teams do in terms of playtime competition um the like just experience of like what it's like to play at a high intensity um I think that these two teams going against each other could be a really fun game to watch on Saturday. Yes. 
I will go off of that and say, just to defend Western a little bit, I can't imagine someone, like, soulless enough to hate on Western Illinois, Um, but if you are that person, here's what I have to say to you. I am a big proponent of give a coach a recruiting class. Like, when a coach gets hired, you give them a recruiting class plus a year. So, five years. Four to five years. And if it's still not going well, then you kick them out. Or you do whatever you need to do. But do not, under any circumstances, hate on a team that is riddled with injuries and has a new head coach and assistant coach. Who are phenomenal people with great volleyball minds, by the way, and know exactly what they're doing. Like, don't even come at me with it. They're going to turn it around, come I guarantee correct you. Correct or don't come at all. Thank you. Um, and if it's not this year, it'll be next year. But they are going to turn it around. And quite frankly, I don't really think there's all that much to turn around. Like, it's not like they haven't scored a point. They're in the Summit League. The Summit League is a tough volleyball league, if you can't tell by the three ties in the league standings that we have right now. Like, this is not a walk in the park. So, just me, just my opinion. The Summit League is a grind. I think that's what Dale said verbatim. The Summit League is a grind. Okay, this actually, this time is my final parting thought. And then (laughs) we can sign off. Um, We are not a mid-major. De-stigmatize mid-major. Stay on the summit. Hashtag stay on the summit. Hashtag stay on the summit. Later skaters.